0: Welcome to Six Again, your go to rugby league podcast with hosts Adam Hoy and Jared Newton. Let's kick off. Hello. The boys are back in town. That's not what I meant to say. No. The gang's back together. Right. Kind of. I don't, it feels like we haven't done a pod together in ages. Yeah, I know. It's just been. Welcome to the light,
1: having lives, guys.
0: Yeah, um, I'm sure Jared mentioned it last episode. My job's a bit busier for the next few weeks, and Jared's is always busy. And uh, but we're we're both here. It is a night later. It's Tuesday night or standard night for us. And we're going to touch on a few new stories. Uh, Jared is doing this on via phone, uh, so he's doing a travel pod. So if the audio is not as crisp as normal. Apologise for that. That'd be uh, better
1: last time. But yeah, good news. Adam is looking after my daughter this weekend for the night. He hasn't told his wife that. We're just going to drop her off and run.
0: That'll be great. She can look after the puppets. I don't think we'll be here, but uh, I was going to leave that to later. Do you have later. a puppy? Well, oh, Mika. Uh,
1: Mika's not a puppy. She's older than me.
0: And she's cute. So
1: she's <laughs> a puppy.
0: Um, oh, I've been... Well, this, this last weekend was like all, of, they're just blending together. And I looked at my tips at the end of the weekend. I was like, oh, six six out of eight. I feel like that's pretty good this week. Nope. And I had a look on there. and I was like, wow, that is pretty good uh, compared to our comp. So we'll get to that. Um, but yes, if you are new to the show and you've only listened, I think maybe the last two, I might not have been on here. Uh, my name's Adam. I am the Manly Seagulls supporter from queensland and the dude up the other end currently hanging out in a hotel room somewhere is oh i'm jared hello <laughs> you I think by this video episodes? To... you know what just saying that we never uh celebrated 200 episodes oh yay we should raise our bat. yeah we're up to 213 now so something like that <laughs> i'm doing something right all right, let's jump into it. So, with four rounds to go, the footy tipping comp. Remember, we're going to have prizes just first, second, and third. I've got to get on to Benny and get some um, pictures and stuff done up so we can get them out there. So, for round 22, we have one, one solitary tipster who got seven out of eight, and that was Spencer Blues, um, sitting all up there by themselves. And then you had Mackers, myself, and Ben Liner on six. And then everyone else was five or worse, so yeah, it was pretty. I was like, "Eh," when I got the six, and then so everyone else's. I was like, "All right, I'll go with that." So I want to win some of this beer back. Um, so overall, Rocking Horse Road has a two-point lead, one hundred forty-six points. Uh, the Irk, one hundred forty-four. Myself, one hundred forty-two. And Reggie Side set one hundred forty. So, two point two point steps down between the top four and then spencer blues with that seven jumps himself into outright On jumps themselves into outright fifth on 139 points so still light up for grabs even if the people in 130s pick up some full rounds you'll still be in it street competition i feel like a few people would have lost out on that one as well ah ah look at that i took some risk and it paid off uh, current longest streak at the moment is myself, macca and as Nostradamus on eight. Long shot still to catch underscore R3 with a streak of 15. Still the leader for the season. So streak comp, you can literally catch up in two rounds if you get two full rounds. So may as well. All right. Um, it's been a few days since Paul Green's passing, but... I just want to bring to light a message that it was a quote taken from Jonathan Thurston, what he said. And I think with his stand in the game and how he was one of those. Um, I know I, I see Thurston as, as one of those players that would have thrived and survived in that the more rough and tough era with how he played and taking the ball to the line and copying the shots and all that sort of stuff. And I feel like he's the sort of player that some of the back in my day crowd would actually listen to and take note of. Um, Did you happen to see uh, the quotes that uh, I guess have been highlighted from, uh, I'm not even gonna say his interview, he was just speaking about the topic. Uh, on Channel Nine News, I believe, yeah, Channel Nine, and um, some of the quotes have been put forward as a message, basically. Yeah, essentially, um, burn said, "If you
1: if you are struggling with mental health, talk about it. Don't be scared to have a chat with somebody." Um, essentially, what like he said a lot of inspirational quotes, but um, you know that there's a there's definitely a society. In Australia where, you know, a, sorry, a culture within Australia doesn't talk about that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, And someone like me who does work in mental health um, regularly, it's very confronting when you see someone who has reached breaking point. Um, and the question is, how do they get to that point And what could be done to prevent it? Um, and honestly sometimes come down to us really a conversation when you're prepared but anyone who's got kids the same age as me and adam um anyone who's got teenagers and stuff like that try and teach them for the new generation to if you are feeling the sting of depression or anything like that talk about it essentially Mm -hmm. that's what it comes down to unfortunately and it comes down to us, our my current generation to try that to the next generation, so it flows on and on, and then for us to lead change for generations before us who don't have that opportunity.
0: That's a good point, Jeremy. Um, I, I think the, the specific quote I was referring to as well for the generations older than us is, um, he used some of the older terminology. He literally said, the days are gone, of she'll be right. Now, you don't, it, it's, it's not a case anymore of tapping someone on the back and saying she'll be right. It may seem less tough in quotations to certain people, but the world today, while it's easier in some aspects, a lot of the things that make our life easier are also can be the same things that contribute to making it harder psychologically and mentally. Um, and You see Paul Green as a footy coach 20 years ago, even um, that's like 2002. You go on a losing streak, yeah, it'll be on the news, but you're not going to have constant uh, bombardment through social media or the media, literally pulling your life apart. It's three or four media sources and they get past it over a couple of days. It's completely different spotlight to be in. and I think this other thing here that Thurston said mental health doesn't discriminate, it can grab you and take you to a place where you feel like the only option is to go down that path, uh, referring to what happened with Paul Green. For all of us, not only men, but society, we need to talk about our feelings. And that's coming from arguably uh, one of the toughest players of his generation, definitely someone who played above his weight grade. Um, and that was, to me, uh, Andrew Johns, the same. Uh, Jeff Tuvey the same. Those sort of players who were obviously skilled. Um, obviously, they got that scene in the game, but on par with that was just the toughness that they played with. It was it was rare for Tuvey to walk off without blood streaming from somewhere. Um, Andrew Johns and I'm actually going to – I'll give him a compliment here. Um, Obviously, we know how good a defensive half he was. He was always in the front line of defence. And Thurston, his ribs are freaking made of titanium, the amount of shots that he took. Um, So when these guys are speaking about this sort of stuff, it's not – It's not taken. Yeah. And and we know that, especially with Johns and Thurston, they've been through quite a bit of – negativity mental health wise through their life um, they know what it feels like at different times and that's even more reason for you to listen up so um, yeah take that advice to heart and hopefully if, it, if it's you there it helps you otherwise help out a mate in need um, we are going to move past that to let's get over this night stuff real quick so, Peter Parr's come in. Did you talk about that? As a. Well, when? On the last pod.
1: No, it was Peter. Oh, Peter Parr getting signed. Yeah, we did. He's, yeah, okay.
0: he's <laughs> new director of football. All right. So, we were talking about this prior to coming on with Bradman Bess and Anari Toila being stood down for being late to the team bus to the airport. Then, Caitlin Ponger and Kurt Mann um, were filmed coming out of a cubicle. Blah. Now, we're going to say that's a non-story. That's just like slow news week. But the Bradman Best and Inari Tawala stuff, Joe made a really good point uh, and and linked it back to the David Clemmer stuff uh, a couple of weeks ago already about the club trying to, it, it seems as though the club is trying to change its ways, lift its standards and are putting the consequences in place. Uh, you made the point that they may have taken the Klemmer thing too far. Um, how do you feel with regards to the Bradman best scenario I oh, we're just late getting on well, the bus sort of thing?
1: It, well, it actually goes a little bit deep. I'll try and get through this quickly. So, as I was told Adam before this, but throughout the last three years, Adam O'Brien being coach, the amount of times he said, we've got about 800 to 1,000 games that are line, which is true said in here, I've said I'd i love to see my full strength team play. Um, and this year, while he's had injuries, it's been less injuries this year, and he's been able to play his closest to his full strength side more and more often this year, despite missing one or two plays, which every club has to deal with. Um, and I personally believe that because of that, he's just let these guys have a run, despite probably averages now to go, you know, you're not you need to go to reserve ground get a bit of a form form injection. And um, and that's been a massive detriment. And what pro- what says that is what I said a couple of weeks ago about our young players not standing up, is the fact that we haven't de- debuted debu- anyone this year until yeah, that's this really, weekend. We, that's, that, re- that does that not is, make sense. Is, well, how does... 22 Newcastle's future, we look like we We've well, definitely been bottom four, potentially Wooden Spoon, and we haven't debuted anyone. No, no young player other than you could say Dominic Young has really stood up um, mm-hmm. for our future. And because of that, I think that Peter Parr's come in and gone, you know what, guys? Yeah, you tried to hide the stands. David Clemmer, Probably wasn't the way to go. But this situation, you've got two young players in the Nari Tuala and Rabbit Best who, I don't know why they're late, but they've clearly flouted the laws. And as far as I'm concerned, if I'm late at work, like I, I travel a lot for work. I, I don't, has oh, got told for this. If I'm late for a pickup for the plane, I'm, I'm late for start of work at 8.30 in the morning. I have to be in my in the chosen office on that by 8.30. Otherwise, I get a talking to. Him. And same with Adam, Adam last week had to go to school camp and he had to be there at a certain time. It's the rules of your employment. And if they're not there, this is their punishment to get stood down and played reserve grade this weekend. And I think it's a hundred percent on point because as I said, there's a, a very, it looks like a very um, relaxed atmosphere at Newcastle. No matter how badly you play one week, you will get picked
0: again. I'm hoping your, your feeder club, your New South Wales club, sucks because... Um, we're coming ninth. We're actually pushing for finals. so they're actually going to be playing NRL. <laughs> I was like, I was just thinking, how much of a detriment is that? But it's the, um, it's the status of playing NRL compared to New South Wales Cup. That's what you're missing out on. Yeah. I know. And it's just, it's unfortunate because I'd love to play New South
1: Wales Cup. But the reality of it is that I'm more concerned about our young players not stepping up than all the rest of the bullshit um, that's been happening in the last couple of weeks, I'm more concerned about that than all that Ooh. other stuff because you've got well, you've got a club trying to maintain, put standards into senior players or players yeah. who've been playing more than 50 NRL games, which is the correct thing to do, but the club not developing junior talent, and the fact that you know you've got Haas. no sorry, yeah Haas to be the Guy Junior hudson young and multiple others who are newcastle juniors running around and killing it forever uh, for other clubs maintaining a very high standard in their professionalism that worries me more than anything else as a newcastle fan um and i don't know so what, the, what needs the short happen. order
0: you agree with them getting dropped 100
1: yeah I'm I, Sorry. I, I just,
0: no you
1: know, oh i see what it's, a, it just, it's just a take that I don't think enough people are talking about. The headlines are definitely directed around the oh, whole Caleb Ponga situation. Which is a nice story um, Well, look, it annoys me. Let's put it that way. I'm not going to get into why. Who
0: cares? Them. They're not on the field. They're not in club uniform. They're not in club gear. I don't care what they're doing.
1: Yeah, pretty much. And, like, the amount of players, whatever they're doing, it, it would be interesting if they're actually with the gay pride situation happening in the last couple of weeks. It'd be interesting if something like that was happening. But yeah, we'll just have to
0: keep our ear out. I saw, and, you know, I, um, I saw a great Twitter comment about that, about how the Manly Seven are going to go against Cronulla this week with Dykes on the field.
1: <laughs> well, Toby Rudolph got injured too. That'd be interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I, I just, I, 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 I'm more concerned about the inner workings of the club than their punishment. The hand down because everyone has to deal with punishment. And I think I said on a couple of weeks ago, like despite the fact Newcastle has been struggling, they haven't had headlines. Well, I fucking spoke too early on that one, didn't I?
0: <laughs> Let's – um, yeah, I'm recently agreeing. When you are saying sent down New South Wales Cup, that triggered a thought um, with regards to the NHL where you've got one-way and two-way contracts. If you're on a one-way contract, you're paid an NRL an NHL wage. So you'd be paid an NRL wage. So if you get sent down, you're still on your NRL wage. But they also have two-way contracts for players that are right on the edge of playing, say, New South Wales Cup or NRL. So when, the NRL, when they're in the NRL, they get their NRL contract salary. And when they're in the New South Wales Cup, they get that salary. I was like, well, that'd be a really interesting cool. dynamic for players who are maybe... What's the word I'm looking for? Um, well, bit, causing uh,
1: behavioural issues are on the yeah, cut. People like
0: James Roberts, where they're not versatile. What's the word I'm thinking of? Um, where you can't predict their behaviour. You can no, tell I'm it's I don't know. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, where you can't yeah, predict what they're going to do and you're like, oh, we'll give you a contract, but it's a two-way contract. If we have to drop well, you based on disciplinary issues, you're on New South Wales Cup money.
1: Well, on the weekend, there was a moment cool. where... There was a moment where Brad and Best had, had an r 2 actually like, free and clear of try, and he tried to bang his way over. He, again, I, I went through when they played Broncos last time, but he got shit over by over Tony Sags, where essentially he did the same play. As I said, Brabham Best had progressed. Um, but my point there is that there was a point, you know, it was 40, 20 points to 10. Six, uh, 16 points to 10. Brabham Best had Anari two-hour free and clear. He tried to run out of the try. He got held up. It did end up being a try, but it ended up waiting five minutes on the video referee. But if that ended no try and you've got a free got a free wing around the sideline, who's a pretty good finisher. That's the reason to drop a player right then and there, in my opinion making the wrong decisions in a, cr- in a clutch moment where the rest of the team has put you in a situation to score a try. For me, that's a reason to drop a player. he's um, not like he's put in a wrong decision a single time, if that makes sense. So, yeah, so, yeah I'm, I'm... Well, I'm I just want to... I, I, another reason I'm sorry, sorry. Another reason I'm happy about these two being dropped is their form haven't warranted to play at NRL anyway. It
0: gives them an excuse to drop them without actually the form. Like that's not well, a good enough issue to drop him anyway. i i I think I, know, I think coaches don't drop players based on form enough anyway.
1: But oh, well, I said about a month ago, Christian Muller, he had a run a long time ago. He's 19. He's got a bit of bit of a build about him, and he's quick, and he's scored a decent amount of tries in the South Wales Cup. So I thought we should have had a given him the given a jersey a while ago. But he's definitely earned it.
0: Whereas you look at. Manly this week, and I'll go into it tomorrow night. Um, Their best performing outside backs been shifted to a non-position for him in order to bring a veteran back who adds nothing. Uh, But we'll talk about that tomorrow. So you're talking about decision-making and poor decision-making and Henry Bulldogs have signed Cameron Serraldo for five years, uh, starting 2023. So a club that got himself in the hole with poor salary cap decision-making who then went out and used up pretty much all of their money on players who made no difference until they sacked the coach that they brought in um, and gave the reins to the assistant coach, who they then started scoring points again, have now signed a coach with no NRL head coaching experience for no shorter than five years. Um, The club You're continues to build for long-term, sustained success. We are pleased Cameron shares the vision of ensuring our football programs are best in class.
1: I've never
0: even you
1: know heard what? that saying before. In the NRL. There, there is only sixteen jobs in the NRL as the head mm-hmm. coach. Seventeen include red Cliff. So, seventeen jobs in the NRL. Yeah. Four of them so you'd think: Roosters, Penrith, Melbourne. And Raiders. Oh, I don't know, but I would have said Raiders a couple of months ago. Probably, probably five of them. I'd pro- probably throw a few discrepancies. Probably third yeah. self this year. Three years. But five, four, four of them at least are uh, non-touchable clubs that will not lose their position. So that brings it down to thirteen, including Redcliffe. <sighs> it amazes me that a rookie coach. Can walk in and because and and, and demand this.
0: Oh, see, like, that's the thing we don't know if he's. The thing is, well, with respect to Cameron and Penrith, we'll not be making any further comments. So there hasn't been a lot released with regards to who pushed the but term, the but you'd assume it's from Cap Cerrado's point of view. The
1: the, the the thing about it is, clubs aren't like it's not a clubs that are having to chase coaches these days. They're not having. Millions of coaches come to their door, door applying. Well, they're that we having, know of though. they have actually having to chase the guy they want who's the next best
0: assist, See, assistant coach. That's and give I,
1: I a, a five year deal. Yeah, what I is, should
0: clarify that bit though. I don't mind that because I I don't want this league to be just a revolving freaking merry go round of the same 16 dudes. They're, they're, not the, they're not the only 16 people in. The world that can coach a rugby league team at that really level. Not,
1: my situation
0: my issue is more the five years and when the details of that come out it may be um five years with performance clauses in each year or it might be um two years guaranteed with three year mutual option or something like that and that makes sense to me it's the no, term that's
1: that that's that's actually what i'm saying i'm saying that uh, a club is not dictating a contract to, to a coach and the coach is not happy to have that. Like, you know, the, the coach in the NRL, when you think about it, is, as I said, there's only 12 jobs actually available right now It's constantly rotating. A team, a club should be able to go, you know what, mate, here's a two-year contract. And as you said, Performance intensive, you get XFX money if you make this point. And we will discuss on this date in the end of this year or the start of next year about renewing your contract. No, that's not happening. What's happening is, Cameron Serrano is chased very hard by Bulldogs. And he's, he, he, he's you know, signed this monstrous contract where. As you said, there could be all that stuff in it, but the fact that a five year thing is put down as a commitment is absolutely ridiculous to me for a rookie That's, coach. Yeah, and the right. fact that a club is prepared to do that because they're such
0: they're, patients, they're not people not coming. What, what coaches would you feel comfortable giving five years to for your club right now? Just your choice of their coaches. Bellamy Robinson, the only ones. Bellamy, even though we know what is where his headspace is at for coaching. Yeah, hundred percent. If he, if the thing about
1: it is, I knew, I, I know myself, and I've never met the men that he fuck you around. Robinson wouldn't either. But like, and he, he's got a proven track record of building the club. Like, they they're the only coaches in the NRL I would even consider giving a five year contract.
0: See, I think a lot of people would throw up Cleary's name and I can understand no. that point of view. My hesitancy there would be uh, he's had success at Penrith, um, not so at the Warriors, not so at the West. Warriors. Oh, yeah, sorry, sorry. Um, he struggled at the Tigers. struggled at the Tigers, but the, the, the biggest caveat to the Penrith thing is his connection with all the players and knowing them for the many years that they played together at the younger age group, it's much easier to get that buy-in that quickly from someone that you already are familiar with. Um, that's the only caveat. I, I uh, do not doubt the how good a coach he is. It just this sort of sustained but success wasn't evident good, elsewhere. Thought, yeah, I, I'd say Robinson. Um, five years is a long hard. time in rugby league terms.
1: Oh, I just brought that as the,
0: you can't know what it's like
1: to be an NRL coach until you do. Mm. You That's say, why the think. five years is such an odd thing. I, yeah, I I don't, but And for such a young guy, I don't think he's hit 40
0: yet. Well, let's finish our, um, our news stuff on the biggest news of the week. and um, Warriors have taken their games back home finally with the COVID pandemic. Um, and You'd think you'd want the fans coming back in droves. You'd think you'd want entertainment there. And they were putting that on. And the team was actually playing really well as well. And uh, they had a new cult figure, Rogi Shui Varsashek, um, came famous for really? being in about- front of Stacey Jones uh, up in the coach's box. And was banned, a lifetime ban, from attending rugby league games. And as they should... Fans, supporters, the Warriors, Warriors players even on the download, low. Um, we're up in arms about that decision. And if you did miss it, because it's a good news story, didn't get as much coverage, uh, he's not been served with a lifetime ban as per the Warriors and will be free to continue games. Now, if this guy was indeed banned for life and it was held up, what the actual fuck are the NRL doing? Like well, it it wouldn't I, I don't know if there's a law about drinking beer out of a out of your own shoe compared to drinking out of a cup.
1: Look, I he's having a bit of fun. Um, he's not hurting anyone, which is awesome, but the thing about it is that and this has been true for a long time, the NRL don't care about stadiums, people in the games. No, but they don't. They they really don't. They like the 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 salary cap is based off the media, Fox yeah. sports, which Sponsors, betting, and they don't care. They don't get any money. Yeah, no money from anything. Um, so, if he did, I, I wouldn't be remote surprised. They. It happened because, yeah, as you said, the NRL don't give a shit about the person at the games because it's a an issue to them. Yeah, they like pumping the numbers at stadiums, but if they truly cared about atmosphere and stuff like that, they would have more games at Brookvale, more games at Belmore, more games at... They'd
0: have entertainment. They'd have things worth going to the ground for instead of being told to shut up and just watch.
1: I remember... I remember a few years ago because Adam teed me up about it to go. I went to a Brisbane Bandits game, oh, and so good. they had they had um, water. Just for the background, crowds. guys,
0: this is the Australian Baseball League,
1: uh, one of yeah. Australia's
0: longest running sporting competitions.
1: And the thing about baseball is, there's a lot of stuff in it. Uh But during you know, those every single stoppages, they had something happening. Plus, they had VU food vans plus they had um decent beer uh, well they had beer plus they had crowds plus they had someone in the stadium try to pump people up to keep them entertained it's a baseball game it's boring as bad shit as is but they they did yeah. try. try uh, no nah, well, i'm not biggest fan of my, my partner loves love
0: i will they, say the so hardest thing to do in pro sport is to hit a fastball I oh, don't
1: know, Johnson hitting a bouncer at you would be pretty hard. That no, um, a lot slower. But, <laughs> I'm not even going to get into this. This relaxed. 40K um, difference but, at least. But th- there was a, there's one, there's one big thing that we loved about it is that when they got the food vans there, which is the way to go these days, you could get a full meal that would be, would be cheaper. And it tastes better than a hot dog gets in a soft drink from a normal stadium. Because I can that, trump that. You,
0: know, what? you know what's even better? It's a sporting league with a one hundredth of the money of the NRL. And but when the ball goes into the crowd, you get to keep it. Yeah. And they go yeah. through 24 balls a game. And that's a low number. Every game has um, right. 12 dozen. So.
1: Yeah, it, it is. It's so much like while while I'm not the biggest fan of American sports in general, but I do envy American sport culture in the way oh, they do things. So much. Yeah. and like even even English sport culture. Like my my manager's a pom, and he's telling me stories about going to English
0: Premier League games. Oh, Premier League just, is you know, the like, best sporting competition in the world. But the. the It's nowhere near the best sport. That does not mean it's not the best competition. It's just the setup of that competition is perfect.
1: I know, but it it just it just baffles me that, like, while I don't use them for, best example is when, um, the Viking clap happened. When the Viking clap happened at Canberra, and then um. What happened was that someone mocked, like my, Michael Ennis, mocked him, mocked the um, Viking clap when they beat him down in Canberra that day, and he got universally fucking harangued for it because he started clapping at the clown. I just, yeah, like Michael Michael Ennis was actually ripped apart for what he did, and then they turned around and they turned around and they go, "Oh, I can't believe there's only you know five thousand people at a Roosters game for Alien Stadium." I mean, Michael Anderson should be, that's uh, you made for a good thing to watch. Like, and for, yeah, camera the, tried something. Yeah, and that's
0: the thing. <laughs> if they try something, get behind it and good on the camera crowd. One thing I love you said, like, the baseball game, there's nothing happening. Like, to me, that's an NRL game between the 220 meter lines. Like, come on, let's go. Something's gonna happen. I. No, it's, um, nah, I'm joking. No, nah, I'm joking. Yeah, but
1: cricket's better than baseball. Every day of the week, people just say no.
0: Oh yeah, it's just Australian crowds just don't love sport like Americans do. Unfortunately, not in, not in hordes well, like they do. We, we're not allowed to do much.
1: Yeah. Well, like we we we're just not allowed. Like there's no encouragement in the stadium to actually have a good time. Essentially, you buy your ticket, you sit down. I wouldn't be I would be surprised. it be noise level soon, to be honest.
0: Like, it's just it's Sit just down, behave, Don't smile. And I'm um, talking yeah, about pretty smiling. Much. Those injured from the weekend. Let's have a look. That's all stuff from people coming back. All right. CSOFitalikai, Cifital, C- if you guys didn't see, did not play in Tamworth, he picked up a shoulder injury in the lead-up and he won't play in round 23 either. Uh, Toby Rudolph suffered an MCL injury in the second half, set to miss four weeks, sideline until the final series. Jason Saab suffered an ACL injury in Sunday's loss to the Titans. Jake Dubovic broke his hand. Both men will miss the remainder of the season. Uh, you'd think that'd give me an opportunity to some Yeah, oh, no, they didn't. They brought back someone there. Uh, Bradburn, Besson, our trial we've already talked about, Liam Martin rolled his ankle against the storm, but he's been cleared of any serious damage. So overall, um, if you're not a Manly fan, you've kind of pretty much dodged a bullet, dodged, dodged a bullet outside of Sharks fans and Talakai. Um, Judiciary Report, Swali, Burton, Milford uh, were all fined, along with five others so you've got matt burton madison to become a kamika luciana Le lua Sawali, Wilton milford and walker uh, all picked up fines with the greatest of those being milford for an early guilty plea for a grade one shoulder charge uh, and there we go so oh sorry and finally signings tracker uh Royce Hunt has signed a contract extension with the Sharks, signing him up till the end of 2023. And Talata Amone, off a massive performance on the weekend, signed a contract extension, will see him remain with the club until the end of 2024. All right. Uh, did you guys talk about Sam Verrill's going to the Titans?
1: Yeah, Kira yeah. was
0: very happy. Yeah, cool. Yes. Okay, let's have a look at games from the weekend. So starting on Thursday night, what some people considered an upset and this, considering I didn't do the pre-show, no, I didn't get to put my fit, this baffled me. And Jared and I had an argument, of course, as we do. I just did not see how Storm were outsiders in this game. I did not see how 80% of support was going towards Penrith. I'm like, did anyone look at the lineup of these two teams? Um. And I don't care what your home records are. If you're missing your three, your three most important backs and your most important forward, Yes. I'm saying Fisher Harris is more important than you. Um, well, that's a lie, but okay, we keep move well it's not move without up. that without that go forward, Yo doesn't have that space to run with the ball and time with the ball. Yeah and Storm shut that down pretty well.
1: Yeah, just so you do know um Fisher Harris plays what about fifty minutes in the game. Yo plays about 80 and he's doing it all game. He does. For those 50 minutes so does, it, so for that 30 minute, does he do they not have any go forward or is Fish Harris replaceable and Yo isn't. They will, it's just not as
0: good. <laughs> well, you, you saw it. it without him there. There was only one of for storm busted. to
1: see. Uh, no, nah. Nah, nah. Nah. We'll see, nah, see, that's that's gone. Bye-bye.
0: Nah. You can have your any day. Um without GoFord, he doesn't, yeah. He can he can make meters by himself, but he's not gonna be the ball player, um, which is what he gets the most credit for. And Penrith were at 30 minutes a game. You can do that without Fitch. No, yeah, you can't do that against the Storm. Though. You need a bit more than 30 minutes. Um, and Storm are missing a bunch, but they've got Munster and Grant and Penrith don't and game over. Um, I was surprised uh, Storm didn't sorry, win by more. Sorry,
1: hold up. Hold, hold up, please. Yes, yeah? That is so... No. They were missing... Probably the most underrated halfback in the competition. They're missing their
0: what? Yeah, no, I didn't. I was saying I didn't even have to cover back. that. But that doesn't, they still got Grant and Munster. That's what proved the difference.
1: Yeah, but they're still, they're still missing their Australian front roller uh, mm-hmm. as well. they were missing uh, their center.
0: They're missing. You're further backing up my argument about why the Storm should have won by more anyway. No, I'm not. Because you're, you, all the plays you laid out for Pembroke, you can
1: justify it by saying Melbourne were losing people as well. So as many people that Melbourne lost, um, yeah, and, uh, you know, another thing about this game was that Nelson Osofa Salmona played out of position the entire game and destroyed one of the most premier second roles in the comp. Who's been the lauded as one of the most damaging guys, and he ripped him apart out of position. Would that kick so, kickout, not
0: getting early ball.
1: No, that's about Nelson softest soul minded Because the thing about kickout, if he gets the it he gets. Is, um, he, he should be able to be doing that off anyone. And I, and to be fair, he stands right next to Lui. So one's hmm. a better player than Luai. Um, so I don't agree with that justification at all. Nelson Asafa solomona played out of position in this game and destroyed him. Mm-hmm. So the, the justification that Pever for missing too many players to contend with Melbourne does not float with me because Melbourne were missing just as many players in the same positions. And on the other hand, they were held to nil. So that, no, it doesn't work at all.
0: You just literally backed up what I said at the start.
1: No, because Melbourne were even. It was an even, it was an even contest, man. Sure. Um, they, You're the,
0: you're the big kick they out they supporter, not you. me. But, um, what? You're the big kick out supporter, not me. Uh, um, I, but no, but I, I'm not the big kick out.
1: My point is that your reasoning for why was this even and why are you surprised that Melbourne dominated this game is for No, I
0: did not say that all. I was talent. surprised that Storm, I picked Storm to dominate this game. No, I had no, been 24 plus. surprised
1: that people were surprised about Pembroke being dominated. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but well, you my, my point is
1: that why are you surprised when they're missing the same amount All of... Alright, take I'm the playing. storm out of
0: the equation. That Penrith side wouldn't have beaten... I can pick anyone else except for probably Manly and uh, Tigers from the weekend on the nights. They beat Canberra the week before. Yeah, but have you seen how Canberra's been playing? Yeah, but... <laughs> Did they have Fisher Harris though against... Canberra, didn't they? They had Edwards. Yeah, but Melbourne will listen miss missing Welch, Pappenhausen. Yeah, but Canberra doesn't have the depth that Melbourne does. I'm just saying no, this I, week, I, if you I, take I if you take Melbourne Edwards and Fisher Harris out, like they the did on the weekend, Ford pack in Melbourne too. Yeah, but they don't have a Munster or a Grant. <laughs> Either way, man, the the man I think Storm Melbourne Bomb two tries as well. The
1: Melbourne team, Melbourne team were even with Canberra as far as with Pembroke missing players. It was bang on even. And again, yeah. I will never I will never hear, I'll never listen to anyone saying, oh, Pembroke for missing players, so they weren't as strong. I don't give a shit. Now, everyone, wore, everyone lauds the fact that Pembroke had the highest amount of depth in the competition. And then they turn around and say they lost because they were missing players. Go
0: fuck yourself. Yeah, I agree with that too. Um, to me, the biggest, no, not the biggest upset, but one that upset my tipping. Um, I flipped a coin on this when it came up the wrong side. My bad. Um, Warriors 42 over Bulldogs 18. Um, not surprised in the scoreline at all, even though I tipped the Bulldogs. Um, they're both bottom eight sides for a reason. Every... Well, the Bulldogs have had a better run of it lately. Um, you looked at that Warriors lineup and it's close to their strongest lineup of the year. And literally, if you look at that lineup and look at the players, you're not surprised that they can score 42 points. The surprise is if they can do that four weeks in a row. And we know they, well, we've seen they can't this year. And um, I wouldn't be surprised if they lost every game from now to the rest of the season. I wouldn't be surprised if they put up 25 points 26 points every week and lost. Um, it was just one of those days where everything worked for them. Um, I don't know. I, I think one thing that's not being talked about for a lot of these younger players, this is the first time they've done the trip over to New Zealand, um, gotten on the plane, gone over there, different, albeit not dissimilar, country, going through all that process. And taking athletes out of a comfort zone where they have routine um, can be a massive disruption and it can take time and longer for some players, some players it makes no difference. Um, But I think that's we we celebrate the Warriors being at home, but on the flip side, that's something that hasn't been talked about. Uh, In saying that, Warriors were good value for their win. Uh, I'm glad the fans got to see a win like that at least once before the end of the season. Uh, who knows? They may get others. Um, anything more on that one?
1: Yeah, look, yeah, the, the thing about this one was it was going to come down to the worst defensive team because they both can attack. <laughs> that's been proven. Over the last, but whoever defends the worst is going to lose it. So Bulldogs are it. That's what it comes down to. Now, Next game, South Sydney 26, Parramatta nil. I feel sorry for the Bulldogs this weekend because they have to play Parramatta after that flogging. Isn't
0: that two losses in a row for Parramatta?
1: No, they won last oh, week. Oh, no, they beat Manly, didn't they? Yeah, they beat 36-20. And a the week before that, they won 30. For... Honestly, how did you pick did in this Parra one? From... I pick? Yeah. I actually did pick Parramatta in this one. What? Wow. Like, oh, no, 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 sorry, I did a big, big souse. But honestly, honestly, how could you, how, how do you stay? Like, I understand the loyalty and all that kind of stuff, but how, how do you maintain yourself as a Parramatta supporter after? No. Oh, man, this, this, the, like, like right now, in the last two years, I have lived with a very pregnant partner and, the the major mood swings that have been happening in my house for the last two years has just been phenomenal. And
0: and that is that's you know, that's, honestly, uh, that's just on Jared. That's not even his wife. Yeah, his yeah. And honestly,
1: it's the same as being a Parramatta supporter. You are literally just constantly just oh, oh we're on her up, on her up, and we drop down significantly. And I've said it before and I'll say it again. If you stack this team up one-on-one against any other team in a competition, I would say this is the strongest, if or or at least in a top three, of just attacking flair in the team. Parramatta? Yeah. Yeah. And the fact that this team is able to be kept to nil and I'm not talking about this year because this is only second time this year, but I'm pretty sure it's three or four times last year and about six times, well, not that many. Like, in the last three years, it's for sort of top four team. I'm pretty sure they're the only ones who consistently get held to nil. How does that happen for a Parramatta team? It is just a thing. And they're, again, when they were getting pumped, their leaders weren't stepping up. Like, I'm pretty sure... In the first 20 minutes, Junior Polo, the highest paid rep player of the team, was just getting targeted by Damian Cook the entire time. Like every time there was a quick play to ball, Damian Cook just ran at it and just getting credit. Like it was inside knowledge from
0: origin camp going against a player in club. Yeah, it was just like uh, as a
1: Paris supporter, how how do you sit there through that every week in, week out where? You just put such a dominant performance on Pembroke two weeks earlier, win mean, by 24 points, and then turn around to a South Sydney team. I've already been and It's by like 30 points to nil. It is just, oh my God, it'd do my head in if I was a supporter like that. Like, at least I know Newcastle consistently shit, where Parramatta is on and off so much.
0: They scares me. Have no winners in their squad what winners for leaders uh, they just don't have anyone who knows how to win consistently through a whole season into finals Rabbitohs had have yeah, but- cam murray they've got um joy arrow who's experienced at origin level in teams that shouldn't have won even say what you will about cody walker he's won a premiership so is damien cook and they got to a pre uh they got to a grand final was again last walker year.
1: A premiership?
0: wasn't he there five eight was that too long ago was John Sutton? I'll look that up. Yeah, it probably was John Sutton. Anyway, sorry, take that back. Um, Damien Cook was he even there. Was that Coruscant? Fuck, That was a long time ago. No, that back. was, um, that was, um,
1: yeah, it was, it was someone because they got brought in the last minute and someone got suspended. Isaac, yeah, was that's suspended. right. Isaac Luke, right. um, Eury was sick or Apostle Coruscant. Was Holy gone. shit.
0: take back everything I just said. I've just got completely mixed up with my time frames. Yeah, oh, Alex Johnson,
1: oh. uh, as far as I can see, it was, it was the, the only, only player to play. Oh, no, the Burgess twin, whichever Burgess twin it was. Fuck, Is that all? Wow, yeah, that's the only one that's the only two that's in there, and the only ones who are still playing are Luke Keary, Adam Reynolds, Coruscant, um, <laughs> Kyle Turner would be, but he got a pretty bad injury.
0: Holy so, yeah. shit, you remember he had that neck injury, didn't
1: he? Yeah, well, you check it. Yeah bulldogs bench tim brown dale fanook david Clemmer, and frank pritchard that's a scary bench
0: They didn't do much um yep sorry i take all that back um but the original point of eels having no winners is still there the fact that it looks like munster might be signed a four-year contract with the dolphins um eels should have been throwing fucking like the entire bank at getting a player like that doesn't have to be specifically him but someone like that who knows what to do um yeah, as soon as I saw Moses out, I went rabbitos, and Moses back in this week. So we'll see what happens.
1: Yeah, look, um, it's just too hard to um, it's too hard to support. i I, I if I was paramount, i this, just drop drop them. That's what I recommend.
0: Bruce is thirty two over Cowboys eighteen. Now this was I did seven of my eight tips, and I left this one a day later. Um, and I really sat down. I think if this was I really do think the poor greenies had an impact. I'm not going to use that as an excuse for the Cowboys um, because they still played hard. Um, They still tried. It's one of those intangibles just watching this game. It seemed like, this is going to sound so uh, cliche. It just seemed like there was something missing. Um, like the effort was there, the the work ethic, I think was there, but psychologically, I, I just can't see how they would have fully been there. Like Thurston uh, stood down from all his commentary over the weekend um, because he, he admitted he couldn't work over the weekend. That's different for a commentator compared to a player. Uh, on the other side, man these roosters that they're, they're starting to roll, um, and putting 32 points on a Cowboys team who have been like the second best defensive team all season behind Penrith. Um, they're looking mighty impressive and I actually think, and we'll talk about the odds to win the premiership at the end of this show, about where the value lies. I think this matchup is the best value grand final. If you're going to put cash down, Um, Roosters
1: versus Cowboys. Look, Roosters are just priming themselves for um, end of season. (laughs) They're doing the opposite to the Eels. I want to actually throw out a a shout out to them. Um, Well, not, I don't. Paul Green played for the Roosters (laughs) as well, didn't he? Yeah, just a compliment to the Roosters over Joseph's Um, Tawali. I really feel like this needs to be talked about more because. He he was signed controversially at the start. Um, I don't think you were the biggest sign it, fan to be signing, were you? Were you originally? I can't remember. Oh, I, I've was.
0: loved Soali from the start. I just hated the fact that in the whole bidding war between Rugby Union and Rugby League, he ended up getting poached from South Sydney by their biggest rival um, yeah. because okay. Rabideaux just couldn't wouldn't stump up so- that much money for a rookie. So, you as look an at, athlete, I was 100% behind him.
1: Look, look, yeah, yeah. So, you look at his development over, well, perfect example is actually Caleb Ponger. both teenage phenoms, both signed on big money contracts, both definitely taking a different tra- trajectory. While Caleb Ponger is still massively talented, he's actually stagnated in his development, you'd say, and he's been made captain, which, as you remember, I didn't exactly agree with at the start. But he was their, he was Newcastle's crown jewel. As soon as he signed at such a young age, I know Joseph Swali was a younger person. But they actually started in reserve grade. And while I was was sitting in here for a long time, especially last year, going, the fuck's this bloke not playing for? Fuck, Trent Robinson, the Roosters protected him to develop and while obviously he doesn't have the highlight reel caleb Ponga does. what he does have is the consistency more and what that is the back of is not being made as the centerpiece of um the team is the pressure is not on him in 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 this team he's got tedesco he's got um Kiri walker manu re hargraves who are going to protect him to all costs so he reaches his potential he is a long-term high gain project for the roosters where caleb Ponga, why he's been high gain so far um they've just thrown him to be his team good luck mate you're only 21 i like
0: Like the worries if it stayed
1: yeah and it's very very concerning for newcastle but for the Roosters, it's massive. It's, he's just been playing so well and it's, just been, and it's just been consistent football week in, week out on the wing. And another thing is like he, they put him on the wing where he could play fullback, he could play centre. Yeah. Um, yeah. But they're going to go, you know what mate, you have to earn the right to push these guys out because they're, they're legends ahead of you. So yeah, it's fantastic how they're developing Suwali. It's really, really good. Yeah, it'd and be interesting really-
0: to see if that same pathway would happen at the south because they've got the same personnel on the field but they've got a different coach and whether that coach would have the same uh wisdom at this level to do the same thing because if Suwali was in the south team right now they've got their mitchell they've got their walker they've got their murray they've got their arrow they've got their cook you've got enough big name players there as well um, i don't think it
1: happened because at the time at the time, I'm pretty sure it was round about the time Mitchell was coming there. And last year, they, they proved that they were perfectly okay getting rid of their captain for an up-and-comer. So I think they would have been okay with ditching one of these players to keep Suwali and then put him in his prime position. Interesting. Yeah, because look, look at the Reynolds thing, and look at the... But do you also think that's the the
0: influence of a well, new coach and a different leadership group?
1: No, no, perfect example. They tried to get rid of Alex Johnson last year. If they still had Suwali, he would have been playing in the Super League right now. Yeah, there
0: true. you go. He,
1: he would or he have could be been- in a reserve grade. He, he, nah, they because they legitimately try to get rid of them, then they realize they don't have any experience outside backs. But if they had the talent of Joseph Sawali sitting in the wings, they would have had no issue getting rid of Johnson.
0: I gotta be, I still gotta say he looks better in red and green than he does in this, but anyway. Um, yeah, credit there for the Reese, isn't it? disgusts me to say it. Um, Sharks had fun against the West Tigers, 36 12. Um, what bit of a slow what? start for the Sharks, but. No, no surprises there. Um, great to see Scully park out at Tamworth, absolutely packed. Great spot to take footy out to, um, and I, don't know, they would, they were treated to some pretty decent, but ultimately one-sided football, uh, six tries to two. move on.
1: Um, yeah. No- game 2810. We're gonna do this one real quickly because we spent way too much time on
0: Newcastle. 2810 yeah. Broncos Newcastle. Newcastle. Broncos are still going towards finals.
1: Yeah the only thing I can say is Mick Potter's got to come to Newcastle because Newcastle were attacking like the Bulldogs were before Mick Potter took over because there's just no penetration in their attack and something needs to be changed there. <laughs> Next game game in a round turnaround from whatever round it was that um dragons beat. Canberra 24 22. Yeah. Canberra. Yeah, Canberra over the Dragons this one. Great game to watch. Great ending. Um, and it was interesting because in the last minute of the game, I can't remember what it was. I think it was one of the Fangai Fangai twins made a break at the end, and that he he was getting up the play the ball. Rise of Sirens going off and he dropped the ball cold. And mm. look, I know that was heartbreaking for one of the for the Dragons team. Um, really heartbreaking but the thing about it is that in a year's time or however long that situation comes out for that young man he will be better for making that mistake
0: and because about the obviously we have to talk about the con the the end of the game um what final play uh of the dragons player trying to get up and the Raiders player seemingly doing all that they could within the legal boundaries of Ensuring they couldn't get up to do the final play, and Dragons appealing for a penalty, which would have top would have given them the chance to tie it up twenty four all. But well,
1: it, it was only being a penalty because he dropped it. So essentially, that would have been a six again.
0: No, no then- I believe what the the fallout from it was the Dragons play was saying that the Raiders guy wasn't allowing time to play the ball before the final siren, and the Raiders play was obviously trying not to let him up. Okay. Um, Whatever,
1: it's just gamesmanship, dude. That's all. Yeah, that that's. Was. I was just, I was
0: just asking. If, you know, I, I'd, I'd see that one going. Either way, fifty percent of the time, I didn't. I, I can see where dragons fans would be pissed. I'd say where riders, raiders fans would tell them to get over it. Um, okay. it's happened to everyone's team. Obviously, you can, you can see from the dragons' point of view. It's it wasn't a given anyway. You never know hundred percent that they're. Going to be able to score the two points, but given where they are on the table, they were both fighting for that final spot. Um, I love the love the drama to it. Um, talk about a team who's had a season of up and downs. Oh, um, the so Eagles. Surprised. Sorry,
1: I was so surprised
0: with this. I wasn't. I I ended up tipping the Eagles, although I gave this one a lot of serious thought. Um, as much as they want to say. They're not, the stuff a couple of weeks ago didn't affect them as a group. I don't think it did. What I think it did was the Seagulls had worked so hard to get back to a point where they could contend against the team, say, 5 to 10 without Trubojevic there. It had taken them so long to get there that by taking seven of them out in one hit and then just trying to put them back in that was way too big of a uh, a detour that wasn't planned for. And they just weren't able to get back to it. And Hasla's been scrambling, trying to make something that's literally, like trying to make something out of nothing. And the nothing I mean is the talent's not there to be able to just flick the script and change a game style when you don't have the cattle to be able to back it up. Yeah. That's my opinion. That's just, like you have elite talent coming back in with the seven off. Um, you can flick back in because we, we we see what those sort of plays are. You'll see what happens at Penrith when even Cleary comes back by himself without the other three. Um we'll see the difference. We see the difference with how Melbourne's playing of Happenhausen and without um. It was too big a hurdle for the And They they haven't they haven't recovered from it, and I don't see any reason why they will. Based on their team selection for next week, um, they still scored twenty four points, but the forty four points is the uh, is the issue. Yeah,
1: look, the- you you guys were there. There was a hope that you guys could bounce back from that whole issue a couple of weeks ago that I'm not going to get into you guys couldn't um, unable to unfortunately and it was you guys were pe- you guys were pushing the eight and look and playing pretty reasonable football when that happened and then it just broke your season yeah and now you know you, you're gonna lose both ger- gerbo and turbo um, you've got as Adam said and same issue I have just no looking forward to the future because surely yeah, that's what shit is. Harper and Garrick. Not Garrick. Um Parker Harper and Parker. Are not Parker. your sense moving forward. Who's playing locked this weekend? I will get into it tomorrow night. I on don't care. Light. no, I already
0: saw and it makes no sense. Like I already sent a picture to Jared and Wally Say If I'm if I'm the ownership or the the fucking board of Manly, I'm walking down to Hazard going. Can you please explain your lineup for this week? One, it's shit, two, it makes no sense. It's just why are players still in the lineup that aren't gonna be at the club next year when they're putting out performances like that?
1: And see, another another thing about it is that you've got and look, I fully commend him, but you've got guy, even Bullmore, who He's a, he's a very good football player to have around the club because he's not a player that's going to win you a premiership. He's a player you need in a team to win a premiership, that makes sense. He's a yeah. consistent player. Can play anywhere in the forward pack. And it's come out this week that he look, he's looking to retire at the age of like 25 or 26 to be a finance manager for a hedge fund. Make more money. Well, look, I, I, I could. get he will. He will, I, I get he will look. I don't know his motivation, these things, but for me, like that, that shows a player who wants to retire early to do this kind of stuff. that's not anything to do with injury. That means that he's not trying to get the best of, best of both worlds because he can still play for another five or six years earning good money while doing that stuff in the background, and then go full time after he retires and older. No. Like Brent Coyne Yeah, like, so. Yeah, but like, he, he, like I, I don't know the guy, but I, I'd be really disappointed if he's just like, you know what? This, this shit is just too hard. I love playing footy, but, you know, I've got all this stuff to deal with the, the divide within my club. Why don't I just retire now and make the money?
0: Yeah. And- I pick him over every forward that Manly has available, except for Olicartu.
1: Yeah, and it's just, it's just like um, right now, he, he he's a grinder, and he's a he, he's a very um, you know, consistent play. He's one of the fastest forwards in the NRL, and it's just yeah. He unfortunately he's just got a, it's a, it's a representation of where Manly is. Yeah. For me. I,
0: also, there, I feel like we didn't give enough credit to the Titans because I I felt a couple of weeks ago I was saying they're. There's something there. They're in games. They're excited. They can, but they just can't put it together for an 80 and they'll explode at some point. Um Lucky I didn't offer to go down and watch it with my brother because he would have been um, laughing his head off. And even my little boy went, Titan's. I was like, do you know who they beat? And he's like, who? And I was like, Manly. He's like, oh. No. Because they're his two favorite teams, because of um me and Kieran. Um, all right, looking ahead, so we've got what four rounds to go 22, 23 to 25. NRLW starts this weekend as well. So, with four rounds to go, they've pretty much stopped betting odds. Um, well, obviously, they've stopped betting odds for the Bulldogs, but some places have even stopped betting odds for Seagulls and Dragons in 10th and 11th. They're on 20 points. They're six points out of the eights. So they need to win their last four and hope that the Roosters lose. Um, three of the four, um, you know,
1: super. You chance parrot might not make the finals.
0: Yeah, I know, it's crazy. Um, so you got Raiders are on twenty-four, so they're one win outside the eight. Roosters are holding down eighth position on twenty-six, uh, in the best form of the lot. So they've won five of their last five. Then you got Eels, Broncos, Rabbitohs, all on twenty-eight. Um, Rabbitohs have a fair lead in points for and against. Then you have the Storm on thirty. Sharks have jumped up to third, to third, tied with the Cowboys after the Cowboys' loss on thirty-two points. Cowboys haven't covered on for and against, and that was pretty much the Cowboys' chance of minor premiership. They needed to win that week because now they're three wins behind Penrith. Penrith out there on thirty-eight points, but let's look at premiership odds. So you got Penrith at two dollars ten. Second favorite is the Storm at seven dollars. Then it goes to Sharks at 750. Cowboys at 850. And then the next place is Rabbitohs at $10. For you rooster. at Roosters are at $13. So me, that's act. the value. Yes. $13 for the Roosters. And I said earlier, the value grand final for me that I can actually see happening. Roosters at $13. Cowboys at $8.50. Um to me you get money on either one of those teams right now um you never had say it's more than a safe bet in sport but you're going to be pretty set even storm at seven dollars i know it's going to be tough without pappenhausen to get the points when required in the big big games um but yeah oh, i'm looking at roosters at 13 dollars going man that's Tenor on that, yes, please. Uh, For those playing at home, Broncos are at $26, and Eels are at $20 after their recent slump, uh, realizing that Moses is back this week. So if you're still a believer of the Roosters, uh, sorry, the Eels, they're at $20. So my predicted grand final from the start of the year is sitting seventh and eighth at the moment, Eels and Roosters. Um, I believe we all had the Roosters in our grand final. It's just who they were versing, so. I think we're in agreement there on $13 with the roosters. Anything more from you, Jared? No, I'm going to wake up in four hours of go to All right. I'll edit this <laughs> mofo and um, get it online. Talk to you guys soon. See, See you guys. Go. Thank you for tuning in to Six Again. Connect with the show on Twitter, Instagram and the Six Again website. All links via the
1: show's bio.